Hello and welcome to the Make Share Thrive podcast. I'm your host Lena Joshi. I'm a self-taught artist and I talk all things art on this show. If you are someone who wants to live a more creative life, then you have come to the right place. The conversations here revolve around how to start your art practice, how to overcome challenges, and how to thrive doing what you love. Join me as I share everything that I have learned through my art practice and I candidly share the ups and downs of my creative journey. While I try to find my way in art and in life, my hope is I can help you do the same. Welcome to the fourth episode of Make Share Thrive. I'm calling the very first season of this podcast the High Five series. Think of this as my virtual high five to you because you said yes to your creativity and your dreams. In these episodes, I share with you all that I have learned so far in a succinct manner and give you actionable steps so you can start making your creative vision a reality. And today I'm going to talk about a very important topic navigating influence and social media influence in particular if you are listening to this podcast chances are very very high that you have come to know about me and make sure thrive through instagram or pinterest and i think it is safe to assume that you follow quite a lot of artists on social media and you either want to or are already pursuing your creative calling. You clicked on this episode because you want to make art that is more like you and less like artists that you admire. You are looking for answers and hopefully you will find them here today. Today's episode is packed with my personal stories, my experiences and the lessons learned. I also talk about how I fell into the influence trap and how I escaped it. And in the end, I will give you five actionable tips on how to navigate social media influence. So let's get started. The first thing that we need to consider is that is being inspired or influenced by someone's work a bad thing? In truth, there is nothing as 100% original work. Everything comes from something. Every artist takes inspiration from artists who came before them. And we as humans learn by imitation. That being said, there is a difference between being inspired or influenced by someone's work and just outright copying it. We all know that it is wrong, unethical, and yet it happens. And sometimes it happens unintentionally. Copying another person's work is fine for study, but a terrible idea if you want to cultivate a practice built on authentic creative expression. In last week's episode, I talk about finding a unique artistic voice. 
I mentioned how I wanted to paint like myself, how my journey was difficult and how I did not always have clarity. And it is true that I have lost my way more than once. And in today's episode, I wanted to elaborate on that a bit. And for that purpose, I will have to take you back to my childhood just for a bit. So even though I was an average student in school, my childhood was very academic focused. Do your homework, get good grades, concentrate on studies. You get the idea. There was a limited, well, actually no access to art. I never visited any art museums or knew anything about the great masters. I got this exposure after I moved to United States because I was naturally inclined towards arts. And that was in my mid-twenties. I started educating myself on the subject, started reading about painters, studied their art, and admired their talent in awe. Still, I never thought that I could make art for a living, that I could be a professional artist. I thought it was impossible without a formal degree or education. In a way, I had accepted that I will remain a lifelong hobbyist. At the time, I was only aware of the gallery model of selling art. And then in 2015, I opened an Instagram account. And oh my, it just opened up a whole new world to me. I saw so many people women especially, who were self-taught. And they were making art and selling art on Etsy and on their own websites. And all of them were so skilled, so, so good at their craft. After looking at them, I began to believe I could do what these women, these self-taught artists were doing. I thought that with my paints and my brushes, I too could make something magical. That maybe, just maybe, I too could become more than a hobbyist. But social media is a double-edged sword. On one hand, it made me believe that I too could do what these wonderful women were doing. And on the other hand, it made me realize that my art was not as good as theirs. I had fallen into the comparison trap. And this did not happen suddenly. This does not happen suddenly. It creeps in on you slowly, like a rot. And once you start comparing your work to others, it brings you face to face with your inadequacies. Looking back, I remember the time when I had just started painting in 2013. It was just so exciting. There were zero expectations. 
I was creating just for myself in the obscurity of my makeshift studio. My work at that time was very, very experimental. It was intuitive and it was exploratory. I would make all kinds of concoctions. I would mix paint with sand and detergent and I would make impasto out of it. I would dilute paint in water and splash it around. I would mix all sorts of colors and make all kinds of messes. I would use sticks and kitchen spatulas to apply paint. And you know the funny thing? I liked everything I made. I was proud of everything that I made. I would hang my artwork proudly in our living room. You know why? Because there was nothing or nobody I would compare myself to. Because I did not know that many abstract artists. Because I had no formal education in arts, I knew no rules. And when you don't know any rules, it is easier to break them. I was like a four-year-old simply playing with paints. It was in a way my secret art practice. And come to think of it, it was my sacred art practice. It was so pure, so honest, just me and my supplies and my curiosity. I see now how the passing time keeps adding layers to our lives and sometimes the good parts get buried deep inside. We forget that they exist. And I say this because fast forward 2015, there I was two years later consuming art and art-related content on social media like crazy which brought me to the inevitability of trying to paint like other artists. And when I tried to do, do that, I, all I made was ugly paintings. They looked different than I imagined them in my head. When they came out on the canvas, they were terrible. They were nothing like my beautiful vision. I would also like to mention here one mistake that I made early on. And it was that I started posting my art on Instagram, hoping to get likes and followers, just like the artists that I had come to admire. And when I did not get what I wanted, the validation, I suppose, uh, I started to believe I did not have it in me. And I do not have any original ideas or inspiration. And somehow it seemed easier to be influenced by other artists' works or to follow the trends. Now that I think about it, I cannot believe how naive I was. I had zero technical knowledge about art. And on top of that, I was comparing myself to artists who had done this longer than me. I was comparing my beginning to someone else's middle. I wanted to be everyone else instead of myself. Because in my mind, what I had to offer to the world was not good enough. The lack of likes and the lack of followers was the proof. This happened due to lack of self-trust, 
self-belief and up to some extent lack of self-worth. And it was detrimental to my art practice. So much so that I stopped painting altogether. I remember at one point I packed all of my art supplies and put them into boxes and put it put them all away in a closet. I always say this that I gave up on my art but my art did not give up on me. It kept calling me towards it and I kept answering. So let's fast forward a bit. After moping around for about 3-4 years, I finally decided to do something to improve my art. The experimentation alone was not leading anywhere. And by, by that time, I had lost all trust in myself as a creative. But I still wanted to create. So I knew that I had to try something else. I had to do something that I have not done before. I want to read you a journal entry that I wrote on May 24th, 2019. And here's what I wrote. I'm starting to realize making successful artwork is as much as a cerebral thing as it is intuitive. An intuitive artwork is all heart, just raw emotions smeared on the canvas. And it can get very chaotic sometimes. It communicates with you, speaks to you, but you know that something is not right. A cerebral artwork is all relying on logic and sticking to the rules and technical theories. It can be very mechanical at times, too structured, where everything is right, but it still doesn't feel right. The artwork does not speak to you. A successful artwork is a combination of both, right balance of intuition and logic. It does not come easy. I'm definitely not there yet. But just being aware of this fact feels enough right now. At least I know what I'm chasing and hoping to achieve one day. I wrote this in May 2019 and one month after I wrote this I enrolled in a color theory class at Parsons New School and it was a game changer. I started reading books on color and composition. I started to learn about principles of design and elements of art. Once I gained some technical knowledge about making art, I started to understand where my work was falling short and what I had to do to make it better. But the big question still remained. I wanted to find my voice, my style, but how? I had no idea where to start. I had no formal art education or degree. I thought that I lacked inspiration I obviously lacked the experience and all I had was high ambition but zero skill. Where do you go with that? What do you do with something like this? 
वॉज आई टू लेजी डिड आई नॉट हैव वॉट इट टेक्स आई ऑफन आस्ट माई सर्व दीज क्वेश्चन एंड टू मी माई ओन आर्ट स्टाइल फेल्ट लाइक दिस डिस्टेंट इल्यूजिव थिंग दैट एवरी वन कुड हैव बट मी एंड द बबल ऑफ सोशल मीडिया एल्गोरिदम इज वेरी मच केपेबल ऑफ मेकिंग यू फील लाइक दैट I felt so angry, so frustrated and so annoyed with myself. The the unkind things that I said to myself during those times. You are good for nothing. Here you go failing again, another disappointment. The trash talk. And this is very recent. This is not like yeah, you know what? This happened like a decade ago and look at me, I'm like all Fig- figured out and magical now no this was 2019 2020 this was like 2 3 years ago and the memories of those agonizing times are still very very fresh and very very new i struggled for years to create a cohesive body of work i struggled for years to find my style and make something that i was really proud of i tried so many mediums and subjects and techniques but the results always remained mediocre and to make things worse i always saw someone else in my paintings some other artist i was influenced by i i tried to paint like them i never wanted to copy anyone but whenever i tried an original idea i hated it and this was particularly true in case of abstract art it was a painful journey to be able to create something that was authentic and that made me happy when i started my 100 day art challenge in october 2020 i knew that i was not starting with an original idea but i was willing to do the work and put in the hours and after painting around 70 landscapes i was just not feeling it i knew i had to try something else i knew that the inspiration had to come from within if i kept looking for it outside i would not succeed once i leaned into it once i surrendered to the process and my abstracts came into existence i always say that I found my style but you know it is more like my style found me once my abstracts emerged i could see myself in those paintings no one else just me and that made me so happy and so proud and it made all the effort worth it this was a result of 8 years of trying and not giving up and it did require quite a bit of patience and quite a bit of resilience on my part i just want to mention one thing here that it's not easy telling these stories um i feared that i will be judged and i will be seen as too shallow but when i decided to start this podcast 
I made a promise to myself that I'm going to own my story and tell my truth. No matter how vulnerable or embarrassing or scary it felt. Okay, so let's get to the five action tips to avoid the influence trap. Number one, be aware of your influences. It is not always easy to track your influence back to a source because we are always surrounded by art. But sometimes it's possible. And here's what you can do. Rather than just trying to make work like the artist you admire, investigate what is it that you like about their work. And how can you bring those elements into your own creations? Number two, if you copy someone's work, do this. Okay, first I want to say that I by no means am trying to encourage copying anybody's work because first of all, it is wrong and unethical. But I would also like to say that it is okay to do it when you are trying to practice and practice only. Never ever try to pass that work as your own or try to sell it. And when, when I say copying someone someone's work, I mean that you are actually taking a photograph or a print and recreating it exactly like that. So if you do that, I would advise you to keep that study to yourself. And if you feel compelled to share it on social media, do so with proper credits. Always mention who this work is inspired by. Okay, number three, have many influences rather than just one. If you have one influence, you will just try to recreate their work. It is true. I have done that. But I also know that it keeps you stuck. When you have many influences, you will bring a little bit of everything you like into your own creation which in turn will make it unique. Number four, find inspiration in other creative fields. If you are a painter, rather than looking at other painters, look at writers. If you are a writer, look at musicians. See what you can learn from artists who work in different medium than you. It will give you new ideas. Number five, spend some time away from social media. I know when we feel unseen or our work feels unrecognized, it becomes really hard to create from a good place. In truth, social media is not a correct measure of your success and growth. It is unpredictable and quite frankly, unreliable. So don't judge your work based on the response that you get on social media. Four likes or 40,000 likes, it does not matter. Your art is still art. Okay, I want to sum up this episode by telling you this. When you are just starting out, there's only one like that matters the most, and that is your own. For anyone who has tried to make art, 
knows how terribly difficult it is to like and love your own work. It is not that you don't want to, but it never quite turns out the way you envision it. The frustration that follows is capable of crushing you. Maybe not entirely, but in that moment, it is easy to feel defeated. I have seen and felt that defeat myself many, many times. But this is also true. I only felt that way when I was trying to emulate a particular style I was very influenced by. Once I stopped chasing the style and surrendered to the process, my intuition took over and my own style emerged. This might sound counterintuitive, but if you want to develop a style, you have to let go of the idea of developing a style and just make art, any and all style of art that speaks to you. Try different things to see what lights you up, what fills you up. I talk more about this in episode number three. So if you haven't yet, go give it a listen. Okay, sometimes before you start to forge your own path, you need to walk into someone else's footsteps who is ahead of you, who has already carved their own path. Not to become like them, but to find out who you are. To find your place in this big, beautiful world. To find your own unique kind of magic. It is true, everything has been already done. Yes, we all have heard that before. But nothing has been done in the way you can do it. Through your unique voice, you tell your truth. And how can someone else tell your truth? How can someone else express you? About the influence of social media, I want to say that once we come to understand the duality of social media platforms, once we recognize that it can inspire you and at the same time make you feel really bad about yourself, once we become aware of this, it becomes easier to stand your ground and not to be swept up and feel lost by everything that is happening around us. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. It would mean a great deal to me. Also, I would really appreciate if you can share this podcast with your other creative friends. Thank you so much and I will see you soon.